Welcome to Monday Musings on the Elliot Resnick Show. A few weeks ago, in my interview with Jeremy Tate on classical education, I mentioned natural law as part of one of my questions, and I suggested that you could use it, natural law, rather than God, to establish firm moral principles. I misspoke. What I had in mind was the following. Religious Jews, religious Christians, religious Muslims believe in a divine revelation on Mount Sinai. God told us that murder is wrong, that theft is wrong, that adultery is wrong, etc., etc. What if God, though, had created the universe but never subsequently revealed himself to man? Would we have no way of knowing that murder, theft, and adultery is wrong? Some great rabbis believe we would have had such a way. They believe that God implanted certain moral principles in nature and that by studying nature, you can learn how God intends man to behave. Some of these rabbis also believe that God implanted a conscience in man and that this conscience teaches man how to behave as well. So the Ramban, for example, says that the generation of the flood was punished because everyone knows that stealing is wrong. They didn't need to be warned. The Ran writes that, quote, all mitzvot derived from common sense are obligatory for everyone from the day God created Adam Harishon. The Rambam writes that a person is, quote, held accountable for those things that are dictated by common sense, end quote. You do not need to be commanded. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky writes that Avraham Avinu risked his life to save Lot because he simply thought it was the right thing to do. No one told him to save his nephew, and he was not obligated to save his nephew according to Jewish law. But he risked his life anyways because Lot's father, his brother, died in a furnace proclaiming his belief in the God of Avraham. So Avraham felt obligated to look out for his brother's son. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky writes that God made man yashar, straight, and the actions of the avos, all yasharim, were governed, quote, not only by the strict letter of Torah law, but by straight thinking as well. If one doesn't believe in natural law, if one doesn't believe in a morality implanted in nature or man's conscience by God, then one is left with some rather big questions. Chief among them is, how in the world does God expect people to behave properly if he never told them how to behave? Of course, today, most of the world is familiar with the Bible, but that wasn't always the case. Until relatively recently, many hundreds of millions of people in Africa and Asia never heard of the Bible, and their fathers did not have a tradition of receiving seven mitzvot from Noah thousands of years ago. How then could God have held them accountable for their actions? If one of them murdered his mother or raped his sister, how could God have punished them? How should they have known better? If I'm not mistaken, Moses Mendelssohn addresses this question directly and argues that your conscience and intelligence given to you by God tells you that murdering your mother and raping your sister is wrong. You don't need an explicit divine revelation to Moshe or Noah to know that. By the way, I know that quoting Mendelssohn may seem strange, but Mendelssohn was only a Russia to Eastern European Jewry. He was not regarded as such by German Jewry. Hermann Schwab, who is Rav Schwab's brother, actually writes that Orthodox Jewry in Germany celebrated Mendelssohn's 200th birthday in 1929 just as much as Reformed Jewry did. It's true, everyone knows that most of Mendelssohn's children converted to Christianity, but they were all young when he died. I think his oldest was 16 or so. And Mendelssohn, who was from, I should add, that's not even disputed by anybody, is treated quite respectfully in Rav Rafal Hirsch's 19 Letters. Rav Hirsch does criticize him, but he actually criticizes the Rambam even more in that work. Rav Yaakov Emden shared a cordial relationship with Mendelssohn, and I believe Rav Hirsch's grandfather or great-uncle was even Mendelssohn's Chavrusa. 
In any event, back to the topic at hand, Refersh himself seemingly makes reference to natural law when he writes in the 19 letters about God calling on mankind to pursue justice, quote, as guided by the inner revelation of man's conscience. The founding fathers of America certainly believed in natural law, which is why the very first sentence of the Declaration of Independence refers to the laws of nature and nature's God. Now, I'm well aware that without belief in the Bible, one's moral thinking can be quite warped. Examples abound. In addition to the obvious ones that we all know that are currently in society, let me mention this. A number of years ago, Peter Singer, a professor of ethics at Princeton University, God help us, till today, argued that it would be moral in many cases for the parents of a severely autistic child to kill that child within 30 days of birth. Kill him outright. That would be a moral decision, according to Peter Singer, a professor of ethics. So morality is much simpler if you believe in the divine revelation at Mount Sinai. If you do, then you have clear guidelines on right and wrong. You don't have to rely on your conscience or intelligence, which can mislead you at times. Our inner conscience, for example, may tell us not to conduct experiments on rats. You're being cruel to animals. And yet, Jewish law tells us that we may conduct such experiments if we have reason to believe that these experiments may ultimately lead to a cure for cancer. Even if our conscience were unfailing, who says you're supposed to listen to your conscience? Yes, it feels wrong to kill, steal, or use every woman you encounter for your own pleasure. But who said you should follow this inner feeling? We all know our feelings are not always trustworthy. If you have a blind man standing next to a man with two eyes, why shouldn't you forcefully take one of the man's eyes and give it to the blind man? These are all questions that are difficult to answer without divine revelation. So divine revelation makes everything much easier. But it's simply not true that Judaism doesn't recognize a basis for any moral claims without divine revelation. It seems actually from the words of the Rambam, Ramban, Ron, Rav Hirsch, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, and others that it in fact does.